Welcome in to Fantasy Football Fortunes. I am your co-host, Alec Herman, and I am joined here by my man, Sam. Sam, how are we doing today? Oh, man, I'm so happy to have you back. Oh, my voice was so sore after last week, having to do all that talking all by myself. How was <laughs> Vegas, my dude? Dude, it was Vegas. Gambling, drinking, that's working. About, about <laughs> as much as you're allowed but to fun. say, right? But good, fun. Yeah, good exactly. deal, man. Glad exactly. you had a good time. Yeah, yeah. And you sounded great, I thought. But uh, yeah, talking to yourself for 30 minutes is <laughs> not as fun. Totally understand that. So um, today we have week eight. Um, my teams are sitting at three and four and two and five in my leagues right now. So um, I'm, I'm really hoping for a better second half of the year here. I'm, I'm getting a little lucky, I feel. Sam, how, how are you doing? I am six and one, five and two, four and three, four and three. I'm alive in my guillotine leagues. And then in this weird 18 man dynasty league where you have a chance at winning twice per week, I am 10 and four. So everyone should be listening a little bit more closely to Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, in my one league, man. So this one league I'm in, my work league. I have had so much trouble this um, – I had uh, – so I went zero – it was full PPR. I went zero running back in my draft. So my first running back I grabbed was – and I took Travis Kelsey round one. So my first running back I grabbed was Gus Edwards, I believe, round four or five. Not great. <laughs> well, you know, but this was – and then he – but this yeah, was before he became – this before J.K. Dobbins went down. Oh, so I got him for a steal. Yeah, that's why I got him at five for a steal. And then I got Kareem Hunt at six. So my two running backs were Kareem Hunt and Gus Edwards. Tough week. <laughs> and then I had Mike Davis, who lost his role. And then I had Jerry Judy, who is gone, who has been out and maybe coming back this week. So that's kind of saves me. But my saving grace to Jerry Judy has been Antonio Brown. Oh, well, Antonio Brown is gone. <laughs> Don't forget that I spent up on Ryan Tannehill and still did that. And, you know, Tannehill has been upsetting for where people were getting him at. For sure. But somehow I have managed to score over 120 points in all but one week. Um, but, yeah. Sick. so with sometimes, sometimes things, everything just goes wrong for you and your team. And you just can't give up. Right now, my biggest move in that league was I uh, traded Calvin Ridley for Joe Mixon um, on Calvin Ridley's buy. And so... Nice. Yeah. I like that. I so, like that. And, that's, and, then, um, and then it really worked out because I lost Kareem Hunt the next week. So right yeah. now, my only... Act, back. So like right now, my only running backs are Joe Mixon, Mike Davis, and J.D. McKissick. Hey, Mixon gets the Jets this week. Um, I know, and I know no one listens to this class uh, that I play with in that league. So, like, right now I have a bid on Devin Singletary because I just need some sort of running back, and it is full PPR. So I'll have to be, and I would rather start uh, Singletary over Mike Davis. But we'll get into that later, <laughs> in the, later in the show today. But my season's oh. going pretty well, my man. I'm actually really happy about it. You know, I'm really kicking butt in that uh, the Scott Fish Bowl this year. I'm Dude. one of the top scorers in my division, so that's hell awesome. yes, hell yes. Scott Fishbowl, very tight, and we will get on to week eight here, breaking down the games for you like we do every week. Um, 
We are going to be skipping the Thursday night game as by the time we post this, it will have probably already happened. Or just uh, you'll have like an hour, two hours to listen to it before you'd actually make a game time decision. If you do, yes. the big thing is, is that Green Bay has lost Devontae Adams due to COVID and Alan Lazard is also on that COVID list. So it's unlikely that those two are going to play, which means... If you can find Tanya, probably want to start him because he's just about the only pass catcher that's going to be out there besides MVS. So you can probably start MV- – well, MVS is still injured, isn't he? Uh, yeah, MVS is still injured. So they're going to rely on Bob Tanya, uh, Amari Rogers. Um, you'll probably see a lot of – I don't even know who the wide receivers are past that. Randall Cobb, excuse me. Um, I don't know how much juice they can squeeze out of him. Uh, and then uh, the running backs, obviously. We might see um, Kylan Hill get some work in this one. Uh, we also might uh, obviously see more work go to uh, A.J. Dillon um, and obviously Aaron Jones. So I, I expect them to rely heavy on the run. I'm curious to see uh, Aaron Jones's uh, target uptake, but what also I'm interested in is because A.J. Dillon was also starting to get targets. Do you think that maybe, I don't know, do you think maybe there'll be a two running back set where they both run where they're both running routes, or maybe we'll see Aaron Jones lined up outside? I do think Aaron Jones will line up more wide. I think he's the better pass catcher, and I think they trust him a little bit more to be in that versatile role. Uh, so I would expect Aaron Jones to see an uptick in receiving. My guess is AJ Dillon takes a lot of the ground game just so Aaron Jones can be running those routes. But I would expect some two back sets. Again, I have a feeling they'll mix Kylan Hill here because they're going to have to rely on the running backs heavy with just such a depleted wide receiver room. 100%. All right, that's all we need to spend on there. Um, are you starting Rondell Moore over Kirk Cous- or over Christian Kirk? I'm not. No, I like Christian Kirk now. I feel like Rondell Moore's snap count is falling out of his favor a little bit. Uh, we'll see if that turns around, but based on what I'm seeing lately, I like Christian Kirk more. And with DeAndre Hopkins being questionable and going to be a game-time decision going into tomorrow, if he is out, I would say you are a full go on starting both of these, both of them, um, uh, tomorrow. If DeAndre uh, Hopkins is out, if DeAndre Hopkins is in, I wouldn't start Rondell Moore. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. And I would also say that this has to do a lot with A.J. Green. If DeAndre Hopkins is out, A.J. Green gets a huge bump for me. Oh, yeah. All right, next game. All right, moving on. Uh, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, excuse me, other way around. Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are favored here by three points. The over-under is 46 um really the falcons are hmm. favored by three points huh dude the falcons have looked good lately and Arthur matt, smith is turning this around and matt ryan has not thrown an interception i think since like week two or something like that my man he's oh that's just, incredible yeah he's just been on fire honestly you yeah tell, uh you start uh you tell us what you think about the uh Atlanta Falcons, because I just did a write-up on this matchup, and I want to kind of uh, go over what I had. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, so Kyle Pitts, uh, it was a monster last week. Uh, 462 yards, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he had a lot of yards, and he was looking dominant doing it. He is the clear X in that offense. Um, Calvin Ridley also got some work. Look, at it's it's going to happen for Calvin Ridley. He is seeing immense target volume. I, I think he's at eight in every game this season and ten in most. 
uh, 10 or plus in most. So um, I, I really think you can still start him with confidence. He's going to hit. Thank God, though, for the touchdown in this game. Otherwise, it would have been a disaster. Um, but I, again, I think we'll see more out of him. Uh, Cordell Patterson is just killing it. I mean, he continues to get a higher, higher snap count, uh, taking away from Mike, Mike Davis, who I think we're obviously fading at this point. Um, and I, I don't even know that I would be confident starting Mike Davis over guys like Michael Carter anymore. I mean, just to give you an example. Uh, I'd be Cordell starting Patterson, Michael Carter over uh, Mike Davis, 100%. I would be too. Yep, I would be too. Um, and uh, I'm actually, for in real life example, I'm starting J.D. McKissick over Mike Davis this week. I think I would start most of those elite backups over. I mean, Mike Davis is what? Now, I don't even think we can call him 1B anymore. I mean, he's pretty much no, the backup no, no, at this no. Point. He's he's 2B. You know what I mean? They just yeah. they're just not using him. They just don't they just don't need him. They are a pass team. Cordell Patterson's killing it too. And I mean, Cordell like Cordell Patterson was doing so damn well, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be an issue. But yeah, Cordell Patterson is doing great. I think you obviously start him with confidence. Um, anyone else on this Falcons Falcons side that you like? I, I don't really want any, any any other piece of this. Oh, bro, are you kidding me? Guess who's back? And guess who back, came back and played football? You, yeah, you're going to start him here against the uh, Panthers? <laughs> Russell Gage is who we're speaking about, by the way. My man, Russell Gage. I don't know, man. I don't think the Panthers have been that effective against the uh the um uh, wide receivers lately. Who are you they? starting Russell Gage over? Who are you starting Russell Gage over? Are you starting him over Pettis? Well, yeah. I don't. Is Pettis even rostered in most leagues? Pettis got a touchdown last week. Mm-hmm. That, that, I'm giving Pettis you an example. I start Pettis. Oh yeah, everyone Pettis. scores a touchdown every now and then. I'd start. I'd start Pettis, assuming that the Giants would, receivers are still you, injured. Oh, that's that's fair. I guess in the situation, because you would start Dante Pettis over Russell Gage, really. For sure, hundred percent. Fascinating. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. I think <laughs> I would be interested. So, if I was faced with like Tim Patrick or Russell Gage, okay, that's a good one. I would go to Patrick. <laughs> I, I that and that's that's totally fair, but um, that's just something I would have to think about. Russell Gage or any of the Cardinals receivers. I might end up throwing Christian Kirk in there. No, because DeAndre Hopkins was out. That means uh, Kirk would be taking on Jair Alexander. Assuming they're all playing. Assuming they're uh, assuming they're all playing. I think I'd start him over. I think I'd go Christian Kirk over. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I'd go I, more The over. Panthers have given up the ninth most points to wide receivers. So it's kind of making me think that uh, with Calvin Ridley out there that Russell Gage might have a game. Fair enough. All right. Uh, moving on to the Panthers side of the ball. Um, we still have Christian McCaffrey out. Um, DJ and- Moore. <laughs> DJ Moore, man. The Panthers offense has been imploding. I mean, Sam Donald has so gone awful. Yeah. DJ Moore has really taken a hit. Um, he has not been performing well over the last few games. Hey, by well, the I way, mean, Russell Gage finished as wide receiver 15 last week. Oh, he, had, he caught dude. a long touchdown. He caught a long touchdown. So everyone, it's not happening again. Something I just noticed. So you just brought up Dante Pettis at 18, which I thought was funny. But right below them are Corey Davis and Van Jefferson at 19 and 20. When I was like, mm. so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna 
take back what I said about uh, starting Van Jefferson over Corey Davis. That was pretty much an even split. Yeah, it's fair. Van Jefferson's definitely getting favor on me. I agree. All right, but back back to yeah, the matter sorry, again. Sorry. Panthers. Um, Chuba Hubbard also sucked. I mean, he ran 13 times for 30 yards, something like that. I mean, it was it was not pretty. Um, this Falcons team does kind of not – they suck on defense. They really So, bad. I think I'm starting Chuba Hubbard. Mm-hmm. I think I'm starting DJ Moore, and I yeah. think I'm benching everybody else. DJ Moore still got double-digit uh, targets last week. And, but I will say, um, as far as benching everyone else, big plays. Who gets big plays? You like Robbie? I see. A, I just see a Robbie Anderson touchdown this week. Okay. All right. So you know I what I mean. Like that's that. That's just my call. If you are looking, if you're looking for someone who will get three catches, twenty-five <laughs> yards and a touchdown. If you're looking for, if you're looking for a. 15-point ceiling. Come in from Vegas. If you're looking for that adrenaline rush you get from gambling, <laughs> throw them in your lineup. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Um, who's your, like, sleeper of this game? Who would you? Uh, if we're going to count Ra- Robbie Anderson, I'm going to put Robbie Anderson because I think he get like I said, I think he gets the touchdown this week. Um, I do think Russell I mean, I'm happy about his week. Like I said, he finished his wide receiver 15, which if you have wide receiver 15 in your lineup, you're not going to be upset about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he did great last week, but he got a long touchdown. Yeah. I yeah, just he did, only, he's he not going to replicate that. He did only get six targets. So, yeah, yeah it's just going to be one of those things where – He's a touchdown and bust kind of guy, too, and I just don't think he's the one that they're going to be looking to get the touchdowns to. And I was so goddamn As disappointed, Robbie too. Robbie Anderson is a red zone guy that'll get a touchdown. Because, my God, number 16 looks a lot like number 18, and I thought it was Calvin Ridley taking it in for the score. <laughs> 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 having, him in, having him in my uh, fantasy league. Um, all right. Are you Moving playing, on. Are you playing these defenses? Yeah, I think I'm playing Carolinas. I'm not playing Atlantas. I'm glad you said that because I did. So I ranked Carolina in the top 15 this week, actually. And um, I did my write-up for him. And as I was doing it, I was like, man, should I be writing about the Falcons? And I was just so split. So I'm glad you said that because I didn't thought what, I wouldn't want to start the Falcons, but I'd feel no. a little more comfortable. They actually have a Hassad Redding who is tied for the second most sacks of the years. And uh, But the hard part about that is the Falcons have only allowed Matt Ryan to get sacked twice in the last three weeks. Yeah, I mean, the Falcons' defense, I think, sucks. So No, no, no. I it's just Sorry, just fun little facts I get to know and pull off the top of my head. For sure, for sure. All right, moving on. We got the... Uh, uh, Dolphins and Buffalo. Dolphins and Buffalo. We have a Bills 50 point by... over under on this game, but they're giving the Bills 13 and a half. I mean, the Dolphins are imploding like, a little bit. Yeah, that's like a 31 to 19 game, bro. The Dolphins need Deshaun Watson. <laughs> In order to turn this ship around. You think Deshaun Watson is going to get to play football? No. No, no, no. But it's going to take a miracle like that for the Dolphins <laughs> to turn their season around. Otherwise, this thing is going down. I don't know. Tua was quarterback one last week. 
I do not care. Are you going to play him this week? No. Are you no, going to chase no. those points? Chase no. those points? Oh, God, no. Come Buffalo's on. The best I don't team. know. He was wide receiver or quarterback one. Buffalo is the best defense in the league. I am starting the Buffalo's defense with absolute confidence this week. Uh, would not be surprised if they're the top scoring DST. I actually ranked the Rams versus Houston over Buffalo over the Dolphins. Fair enough. I I would. That's, that's, <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> That was one of my rankings, and I, I definitely ranked uh, Rams versus Houston over the Buffalo Bills. Uh, no, dude. So, okay. Let's just skip power through because we're clearly having a lot of fun today. Um, who on the Dolphins are you going to flex? Because none of them are a start. I, I think you're flexing Miles Gaskin or Jalen Waddle. Jaylen? I think you can oh, do yeah? both. I mean, Miles Gaskin is so boomer bust. You're getting zero points at 30. So just, like, be prepared for that. And Waddle Jaylen was Waddle's wide receiver the, 16 last week. He's getting the target volume, man. Eight he is targets, getting so many targets. Yards. I mean, they are feeding him the ball, and he'll do well just based on that. I mean, he's a PPR stud and he right can, now. Yeah, like, he's because he catches. When it's thrown his yeah. way, he catches. Yep, and he's and one of these times he's going to break off a big one too, just like from the uh, from catching a screen or something. He's going to take it to the house. I don't think he has yet. Let me look Probably up his uh, touchdown numbers really quick because I do not know them off the top of my head. I think it's about middle of the pack. Um, yeah, everyone else fade on the Dolphins. Well, you're doing he's gotten three so far. Yeah, I think about average. But that's uh, just because he's a part of a low scoring offense. For sure, for sure. But but he clearly doesn't have like a red zone problem or anything. No. Um, so moving to the Buffalo Bills side, you're going to start Josh Allen with confidence. You're going to start Stephon Diggs with confidence. Um, I think you can start Zach Moss with confidence. Here. I think you can start Devin Singletary with confidence. confidence? I think I think he. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> can you meant, say Devin this, Singletary this, this, confident so in one what, sentence again? Sorry, let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> you have him on your fantasy team. I don't think you've ever started him once <laughs> for three years. He's been for on my team for three years. years and I've started him four times. So don't even talk to me about no, it. No, no, no. Might be twice. Sorry. No. I'm warning he, he plays on the bye week of my running back one and my running back two. So you can unconfidently Actually, start Devin Singletary this week. Um, um, I, just, I just think the, I just think I think we'll uh, see some targets his way. Just in yeah, a game. In a I game agree. like this, they're not going to want to overexert anyone you know what i mean i bet he gets almost 10 touches i bet zach moss gets uh 15 to 18 touches um i would actually even uh, if you're in a flex spot flex cole beasley give me manny sanders yeah so give here's the me thing on manny that sanders. here's the thing on that i think this team is bad enough where if they're going big play and they're going downfield they're going stefan diggs when they're just like trying to get that third down and they're just trying to move it, I think Manuel Sanders could like have the big play and get the touchdown. I think Cole Beasley is going to get the catches and the yards. I think Josh Allen has such a fucking cannon that throwing 30 yards for him is like, you know, tossing a beanbag. No, no, <laughs> right, right. But what I'm saying is that throw, because Miami's uh, defense is so shitty. Um, we'll go to Stephon Diggs, not Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, which very well may be true. I would also be surprised if, like, 
he's not doubled. I mean, everyone's been doubling Stephon Diggs. That's why he's not getting the work, and that's why it's going to Manny. But what I'm saying is I think he's good enough to beat the Miami Dolphins at double. Gotcha. That's gotcha. what I'm saying for Diggs is Diggs is good enough to be, beat being doubled on these Miami Dolphins. And there's a chance that they're up by so much that the passing game just kind of is non-existent. And, and, that's why, and that's what I mean. It's just going to be short dinking. They're not going to want to go 20 yards at a time. They're going to yeah. get that eight-yard pass to Cole Beasley in the slot. Have him yep. go down, kill some clock. Have Zach yep. Moss run it four yards. Oh, Cole Beasley, be a, not, you know what I mean? One of those games. This would be a Dawson, Nunks, uh, Dawson Knox slam dunk. Oh, if you good were old Dawson Nunks. Give me some nunks. <laughs> oh, and on that note, <laughs> we are going to move to our next game. We have San Fran at the Bears. 49ers favored by three. Over under is 39 and a half, which is ungodly low. Um, I'm going to go the yeah. over. Uh, well, hey, this line is before Cleo Mack got ruled out. Oh, Cleo shit. Mack's, Cleo about, Max Cleo Mack's about to go on the IR um, for a foot injury. And great. so that is going to be a huge hit. I mean, not on great. The, I no, would never, no, want, no, but, never want someone to get injured. But that, it's real that, good for Elijah Mitchell, who happens to be someone I'm going to have to play today right. <laughs> this week. So. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, so Khalil Mack, that's really going to hurt the run game. So Elijah Mitchell is a full go. Debo Samuel is a full go. Um, are you willing to start Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, absolutely not. Are you starting Jim? And you're not going to start Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you remember the last time he came off an injury on a game? He threw three picks in the first quarter and they benched him. No fucking way. Am I starting Jimmy? He's not coming off an injury. I mean, he's coming off a bye, but he was injured before the bye. That's why Trey Lance was in. He played last week. Oh, did he? Yeah, bro. Oh, I mean, he oh only got three point two four points. But Dude, I watched all those games. It really shows you how much I was paying attention to the 49ers. Yeah, wow. Twenty seven attempts for sixteen completions, one hundred and eighty one yards. So touchdown. let me revise my answer. Two, hold up, and two interceptions. So let me revise my answer. No, I'm still not playing. <laughs> All right, that's fair. I, for some reason, thought he had a better game, but then I looked at his stats and was like, never mind. <laughs> I'm also not playing Brandon Ayuk. He has just been awful. He's done. Yeah, I don't. He shouldn't be on your roster. If you have Brandon Ayuk on your roster, drop him for your kicker or your defense on your bye week. Unless you're in Dynasty, of course. Uh, um, yeah, don't drop him in <laughs> Dynasty. Jesus, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell, I, I'm, I think I'm going to have to play him in a league this week, maybe. So I don't. I, don't, I would be upset about that, especially with the Cleo mm. Mac news you didn't know about. I think you just need to kind of let that sink in and realize how big that is on their uh, front. No, and he just had 100 yards and a touchdown against the uh, Colts defense too, which uh, are go. also pretty good at a run D. So I feel pretty confident in him to him to be able to beat good good run defenses. Anyone else on the Niners? Anyone? I don't think so. We said Debo, uh, Kittle's still out, man. There's a 39 and a half over under on this. They clearly are not expecting no one to score. Oh, yeah. You guys are going to be disappointed with the outcome of all your players, but they are still going to be starting numbers. They're not going to, they're just not going to be game winning numbers. So hopefully Um, you're not relying on Debo's game to win you everything. Move into the Bears. Um, Khalil Let's Herbert. talk about Khalil Herbert for a second. I that man is a 
He's doing really well. Um, he beat up on the Bucks D last week when they they only had three points. They were down thirty five to three, and he somehow put a hundred yards up on the ground on the best run defense in the league. That's that doesn't happen. Yeah. I just don't even understand how it happened. So Herman, I need you to take your headset off for a second because I got to talk to our uh, audience about uh, dynasty ideas. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, David Montgomery is going to be coming back. If they're in a dynasty league, listen to this. Um, David Montgomery is going to be coming back to in a few weeks. And Khalil Herbert is not going to disappear, but he's not going to be relevant. Um, and then, you know, and then Damian Will- Williams is going to start, isn't, isn't going to disappear either. So, if you have a chance to sell Khalil Herbert in a redraft league, do it right this second, especially after this week. After this week, you need to sell Khalil Herbert and get whatever you can for him because the moment David Montgomery comes back, that's a timeshare. That's an automatic timeshare. Yeah, and I think it's going to be bad for both of them when he comes back. Like, yeah. I think if you're a yeah, David Montgomery owner, you also should consider see you selling can, see you right before he's ready to come back. wants him to come yep. back. Yep. Right before he's ready to come back because he's probably going to have to split time and he was strictly a volume play. That's where all his value came from. So I, I am concerned right. about both their workloads going now, forward. Now, dynasty advice. In a few weeks, when David Montgomery is back, see what you can buy Khalil Herbert for. And just sit on him and get ready for next year or the year after. Because next year is David Montgomery's last year on his contract. And if Khalil Herbert beats out David Montgomery or shows he can be just as effective, they're going to lean on him, keep Montgomery healthy, and sell him to the highest bidder. And Khalil Herbert, I believe, in two years is going to be a huge fantasy asset. Like, he'll, he, you know what I mean? He's going to be that third running back on your roster that you're confident about and cycles in and out of your flex and can pick up on any bye week with no worry. Yeah. He, he has the profile of a, of a workhorse back like that. And he right. did in college, too. Yep. Um, so I, I would definitely be uh, open-minded into acquiring Khalil Herbert. If in a dynasty league, if you have a chance, you're lucky <laughs> enough to get him on waivers in a redraft league, Get him. Put him on the block. Move I feel on. like that was aimed at me. <laughs> Do you have him? In both, yeah. You have him in our dynasty? Yeah. Huh. I grabbed him weeks ago. Fuck. Yeah. Well, then, then <laughs> that's why I really didn't want you to hear what I was thinking. Oh, well, yeah. I, I have interest in Khalil Herbert. Now you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I know. All right. Uh, Fuck. Anyone else on the Bears we should talk about? Fuck you. <laughs> Alan Robinson. Oh, God. Don't play him. How is he even doing? Dude, he's irrelevant. horrible. That's how he is, he is horrible. It's not even his fault. 21 catches? I mean, it's god-awful. It is That's not starting. He has his 21 catches? Like oh, it's God, he hasn't had more than five catches since week one? This is a man who led the league in catches last year. It's really not good. Dude. I don't even think you can sell at this point because of how not good it is. Jeez, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going to buy that. All right. We got to move on though because we're taking way too long on right, this thirty-nine right. Pitts- point under over yep, under game. Sorry. Oh God, we're oh shit. Okay. All right. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Who are you starting on the Pittsburgh side? Are you starting Big Ben? I'm just, no. God no. Are I'm you starting Najee Harris? 
You could you could put the Jaguars in front of me. I'm not starting Big Ben. <laughs> Najee Harris, yes, one hundred percent. Are you starting Deontay Johnson? I am. Are you starting Clay, Chase Claypool? Not with confidence, but I will. <laughs> really? Why not with confidence? I had, the last week, Juju was out. He had uh, uh, two catches for 17 yards. He absolutely killed me um, when, Juju- when I did start him. And uh, he, he's just coming off a bye right now. Uh, he still was designated with that hammy injury. And um, I just – I really don't think Big Ben can throw to him. Like I just – I don't. Little slants are not his thing. And Big Ben can't throw a deep ball. It just doesn't match. I, I just – I don't know how you can have confidence in him. It's going to be so all over the place. So I want to see a couple more weeks of success before – or at least one before I uh, give it a go. How do you think about uh, Eric Ebron who had eight points before going into the bye? Uh, I like Friar more than Ebron. All right. Fair move. But, all right. All right. but I like the call. Sounds good. I think it will be in the middle of the game. Cleveland Browns. Uh, uh, how do you feel about Baker Mayfield? Definitely he, don't start Baker it, Mayfield. Uh, it's, yeah, I'm, honestly, I forgot. He's injured. He's, he's going against Pittsburgh. Yeah, no, this is going to not be a high-scoring game. He did have a limited practice today. I think if they put him on, they're really just – they really don't – shows their lack of faith in Case Keenum. Yeah, and I just – yeah. I wouldn't have played him healthy in this matchup, yeah. and he's a questioner. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not touching it. Uh, um, Nick Chubb is returning. How does that make you feel about Ernest Henderson? Did I say that right? Uh, Dearness Johnson, I believe. Johnson, fuck. Uh, For some reason, I got those that those two names mixed up. Nervous. It makes me nervous. Um, I don't know. I know he killed it last week, but I just so don't know how these roles are going to shape up. My guess is he gets that great hunt role, so to speak. But I could also see a world in where Nick Chubb takes it all. Yep. Um, so yep. I'm, I'm really concerned. I don't know that you can. I wouldn't start him. I think Darius Johnson is a change of pace this week. I think we're about to see what Nick Chubb can be. And the biggest, the scariest thing for me is if Nick Chubb does what Nick Chubb can do, Kareem Hunt's going to have to earn his spot back when he comes back. I think there's room for both of them, though, and I think they proved that. There, there, no, there is. And the they, but, but you know what? But, like, if you have a tank of Nick Chubb going to get with a hobbled uh, Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb is able to do what Kareem Hunt's doing, and Kareem Hunt is hobbled, you're probably just going to keep resting Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is also out like four to six weeks, so this is not going to be a short-term thing. Fuck, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Nick Chubb's going to be huge, and let's see what Endurance Johnson is going to have to keep it up and be like, well, I need to be on this field. So, But you like he's, he could earn that uh, Kareem Hunt role, but he has to earn it. I'm not starting any of these receivers either. Uh, Landry's back, right? Yeah, but I'm not starting him. Yeah, I guess with Case Keenum throwing. I mean, he did have eight targets, but he did only turn it into 37 yards. Like this low key might be the might be the lowest scoring game in the week. This it's 42 this could over shape under. Up. I'd probably take the under on that. Yeah, I bet I would neither too. Of these teams break 20 points. I don't know. Yeah, because the Browns are just so fucked right now. Yeah, they are, and right. Pittsburgh can't throw it farther than 10 yards, so yeah. they're kind of yeah. screwed as well. All right, I'm good on that game. Would you play yep. uh, Pittsburgh defense? Would you Definitely. play the Would you play the Browns defense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I probably I probably play both sides too. I did okay. not write I did not write about either of them, and that was really dumb. I should have put both of them in there because that's probably <laughs> gonna be a fucking game. Yeah, I just stayed away from that one. That was my bad. 
Oh, well. All right. Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans. Yep. Titans are favored by one and a half here, and the over-under is 51. I think uh, that is reasonable. Titans are five and two. I don't know Ooh. how we got here, son, but we're here. Um, Derrick Henry, Henry, you have to play. AJ Browns went off last week, so play him again. What are you doing with Julio Jones? Because as a dynasty owner, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> oh, as a dynasty owner, I mean, I think it's too late to sell. No, um, but just what do I even do with him week by week? Like he's done. Is he done? He might be done. Yeah, I think. Uh, how long was his contract with the? Uh, oh no, because he got traded, and this is a contract year for him, isn't it? Um, it's not long term. I don't and think. The no, I don't think like they. I don't think sure. they. No, I don't think they extended him. I'll look it up. Well, uh, when we start looking at our next piece, but yeah, man, he's only broken ten points once this season. Oh, it's really not been good. It's really not been good. And when you throw him out there, the worst part is you don't even know if he's going to finish the game because he keeps getting fucking injured. Right. And this so then be, you have the chance of it throwing a goose egg on your lineup. This will be the easy – the yeah, I don't know. I'm probably benching Julio Jones. And if you can find – I probably going to You probably have to package him in in some sort of deal to move him. You know what I'm, I mean? If you're going to do a Khalil Herbert and Julio Jones – and try to snag <laughs> Javante Williams. Oh, I thought you were going to name someone on your team. <laughs> just throw out a trade idea oh, here. You have both those guys. You know, yeah. you were like really wanted like Devin Singletary. I would trade like Julio Herbert and Julio Jones for that guy. <laughs> oh, God. But no, but like Khalil, but like Khalil Herbert and Julio Jones. If you went out and tried to get like Javante Williams, yep, I think I that I think that would be a move. I think that's actually a pretty good trade. De- you know, depending on your roster, about how your roster is built. And I'm not starting anyone else on the Titans either. Nope. Are you Moving not start? On. You're not starting Tannehill. Oh yeah, sorry. I I would stream Tannehill. I would stream Tannehill. I think he'll be fine. Be fine this week. All right. Other side of the ball. What do you think, Carson Wentz? I also think you can start him. Like stream him. I, I'm probably going to have to in one league. I was a little um, nervous because when I was looking at it, Tennessee Titans can pressure have like 19 times a game pressured the quarterback, and you, Carson Wentz really sucks when he's under pressure. Dude, and they just held the Chiefs to three points. That's I mean, like I'm they saying. might be getting good. But right. I, maybe. Yeah. I'm a little nervous about it, and uh, yeah, they're really effective. And they held fucking uh, what's his name. Oh, uh, Jonathan Taylor to 72 all-purpose yards last week. Last time they played earlier this season. Did they really? You know, yeah. So you know are you playing I mean? Jonathan Taylor? I Obviously. Mean, I, I think you have to because where yeah. you have him, you've been relying on him as a starter. I think you're just really dependent on that touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, which might be tough. You're, are you playing Michael Pittman? So I think he's he's a flex play, but I'm not excited. About, it makes me nervous. Yeah, you know he's because he's the guy they're gonna go to when they pass the ball. Um, honestly, maybe Moali Cox is a possible play here, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I think you could get away with Moali Cox. He could fall in the end zone. Right. All right. Anything else here? Uh, no. Moving on, we have Washington and uh, the Broncos at Denver. 
the Broncos are favored by three. The over-under here is 43. Um, I'm taking the under on this one, even though it's yeah, low. I think this is going to be a boring-ass game. Yeah. Wow, There's a. there might be a lot of real boring games in this slate, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, these are two oh, – Washington's not even defensive. I don't even know what Washington's good at anymore. That's why they're two and five. Um, yep. So the Broncos are defensive. So talking about the Washington side of the ball first, um, Antonio Gibson has been just not what you expected this year. Um, what, do you play him? I Gibson? don't even know that I play him. Once, once again, like, but who you, who do you have realistically? Are you starting Mike Davis over Antonio Gibson? No. Okay. Are you starting Cordero Patterson over Antonio Gibson? Yes. All right. Are you starting Hunter Renfro because that might be the guy you'd have to put in your flex over Antonio Gibson? No. Are you starting Marquez Callaway? What receiver? Are you starting? Are you? I'm sorry, Marquez Callaway. Are you starting Emmanuel Sanders over Antonio Gibson? No. Uh-huh. I'm just looking at the other teams and seeing who else would really come to my mind. Yeah. No, I hear you. Are yeah, you, you not- be, yeah. So and then. Um, Jonathan Taylor, let's say for some reason you found yourself in a glorious situation where you can choose between Antonio Gibson and Jonathan Taylor. Oh, Jonathan Taylor, hands down. You know that the Denver has the worst de- uh, fantasy defense right now in the league, right? Denver does? I don't. I really don't think they're that bad. I'm literally looking at the stats, and the worst points per game is Denver. I just don't like the role. I don't like the role. I don't like the offense. I, I don't like a lot about the situation. Antonio Gibson's a phenomenal player, but until he gets some targets and an O-line that can block for him and oh, any man, semblance of a passing game, and I really think it, the, I really think the Broncos are better than that. Like The Broncos came in as the top unit um, in 2021. Um, oh, I, keep going. Yeah, I, 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 I just don't like him this week. I don't. I need to see more out of him. I mean, it, it, I, I don't really even know his point totals. I just know his usage. Is it, is it being an owner? Has he ever scored more than fifteen points? Manager, please. Let's try to let's try to work. Out, let's try to uh, be part of that movement. Oh, fantasy manager. Excuse fantasy me. manager. Yeah, I like that. Fantasy yeah. manager. All right. Um, so, being a fantasy manager of Antonio Gibson, um, has he scored more than fifteen points this year? Um, yeah, I think uh, once or twice because he pulled off that uh, seventeen. Yeah, he pulled off that seventy-yard touchdown, that that seventy-three-yarder, oh. that one uh, day, and that saved him because he had nothing, and that he finished at just under seventeen there. So he had three. He had this streak of three games where he went sixteen point nine, fourteen point five, and twenty point two, and that was weeks three, four, and five. And oh. since then, he has put up in the last. So in the last two weeks, he has put up eight points. I mean, this looks like his like shit are getting to stats him. to me. So who then? Who are we flexing this week? Zach Moss. He, no. he goes against Miami. No, bro. I'm talking in this matchup we're talking about right now. Oh, who are we flexing? Yeah. If Antonio Gibson is limited, hurt, and not doing anything, 
Um, I mean, JD he, McKissick, bro, he's gonna kill it. If Antonio oh, Gibson's yeah. limited and not doing anything, JD McKissick's about to have a game. I was so slow to come in but, on that. Hey, if Antonio Gibson is, if Antonio Gibson is cleared to play, are you starting Khalil Herbert or Antonio Gibson? Khalil Herbert, definitely. That's a big one. And, I mean, he's um, like a lock for 20 touches. I hate he's, it. he's getting 100 a, yards. It puts a knot in my stomach, but I think I got to agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% would agree. Uh, are you playing any of the pass catchers on Washington's side other than Terry McLaurin? Terry McLaurin. Uh, probably Ricky Seals-Jones for tight uh, end. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I play that Ricky Seals. And we're um, not playing Taylor Haneke this week, correct? I'm not playing Haneke, no. Um... Uh, what do you think? Are you playing Juju if he gets clear, if he uh, comes off the IR? He's at practice this week. Um, Jerry Judy, <laughs> you said Juju. Yes, Jerry Judy. <laughs> that is who I meant. Um, am I playing Jerry Judy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I am. I'm in a position, especially with Antonio Brown going down, that I have to play him. Yep. Pretty much, I'm swapping out one their IR spots right now. So, like, <laughs> I don't know why they would rush him back. Like, I have a feeling he's 100 percent healthy. Because last, I, like he's last already week out, would have been rushing back. Yeah, last like week I, would have been he's already been back. out so long. I just don't know why they would put a precedent on it to get him back even faster. So I, I really have a feeling he's probably healthy, and this is a good matchup. I like it. Yep. Um, what does this do for Cortland Sutton for you? Uh, I think Cortland Sutton's going to be fine. Um, I think just Tim Patrick and Noah Font are going to be the ones that really take the hit. Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton aren't doing the same thing on the field, you know. Yeah, that's very true. Um, just I think Noah Font takes the biggest hit, hit here, and I think Tim Patrick is droppable. If uh, Jerry Judy comes back and he's healthy. Yes. Wait, yep. wait, wait a week before dropping Tim Patrick. If Jerry Judy comes off and has a game like Judy can, um, you can look at dropping Tim Patrick for your next waiver pickup. And I'm playing Javante Williams and... Both of Alvin them. Gordon, you I just got to start both of them. If you're gonna start one, you got you gotta start both. There's no like being like Ugh. one or the other with those two. It sucks. Hard. They're splitting Sorry. time. Yeah, next year. All, <laughs> All right. right, moving on. Philly, Detroit. Um. um. All right, next game. Rams, <laughs> Houston. <laughs> so, DeAndre Swift has been awesome. Yeah, DeAndre Swift, you're starting. Is there anyone else? Literally. DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Because Jalen Hurts looks awful. He's a terrible, terrible NFL quarterback. He looks awful. He does not know how to play football at an NFL level. Yeah, he's going to end up the losing man, his job. The man can get fantasy points out of his ass. Yeah. He's fantastic you know at fantasy. I mean? yeah. He's great, great fantasy quarterback. Terrible in the NFL. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm play Jalen Hurts. I agree oh, with you. I play Jalen Hurts absolutely. Are you play? Would you? So are you looking at playing Devonta Smith? Yes, against Detroit. Yes. All right. Yeah. Are you I playing Devonta Smith over Jerry Judy? No. Are you playing Devonta Smith over? I don't know who else, because everyone after you said no to Jerry <laughs> Judy, that sets the bar pretty high, actually. Um, so I'm playing Devontae Smith over Colton Sutton. Really? That, yep. that surprised me, because I would put Sutton over Judy this week. This week. This week. 
I would have Sutton. I would definitely be putting Sutton over Judy. I'd be more comfortable. I don't like I coming off an injury like that. Are you I'm playing so Robert Woods or Jerry Judy? I think Robert Woods. I, I think know. Robert Woods. You know me. I'm ride or die, Robert yeah. Woods. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought Robert Woods was going to have the season that Cooper Cup is having. Yes. That's it literally did, it didn't like, work out that way. No, like literally everything I said, what was going to happen, and his potential of being like where he's at, and all just went to Cooper Cup, not Robert Woods. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of backfired. <laughs> well, I think I was just a little biased because I have Robert <laughs> Woods on my dynasty team. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, uh, running are you, backs, are you playing Kenny Gainwell? Uh, honestly, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I would throw him out there as a flex to see what he's got, just see what happens, you know what I mean? Um, Let's say, you you know, you... Javante Williams, are you playing him over Javante Williams? I'd play him over Melvin Gordon. Mike Davis? I would play him over Mike Davis. That was the name in my mind. Like I would play uh, Kenny Gainwell over Mike Dana, Mike Davis, ten times out of ten. Right I feel now. like we've set the Mike Davis you, bar. You right get now. ten. You get ten. You get ten yards in a game. With I just I don't need. I'm I'm good, bro. <laughs> All right, moving on. We don't need to spend a lot of time on this game. No, I'm oh, good on this. We won't need to spend a lot of time on this game either, and the Rams won't even be playing this game too long because they're going to beat the shit out of the Texans. So start Daryl Henderson because they're going to keep oh. the ball in his hand. I mean, I think you're starting all your Rams. Oh, right? dude, I'd There's... be starting Van Jefferson this week once again. Bro, I'm yep. trying so hard to get him in this 18-man dynasty league. I'm in so hard. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> to just... But I'm like, he's, he's my target, but I'm going after a bigger fish so it doesn't look like I'm trying <laughs> to get Van Jefferson. I'm like Sick. trying to get Marcus, trying to get Marquez Callaway, Van Jefferson, and just like one of his big names trading Miles Sanders. Well, I was gonna trade Miles Sanders and Juju Smith Schuster. Oh, bro, actually, injuries so, don't help. I have three of the top four picks next year in the draft, and we're just gonna talk about this on online really quick. Here's a trade that I'm being have been offered. DJ Moore for Miles Sanders, uh, the probable 101, my late in an 18 man one uh first round, and the probable 104. For three first round picks? For DJ Moore. I was gonna counter with dropping the 101. Yeah, I know. You got if you're gonna counter, I'd counter and drop a late first. He's never gonna do it if you drop the one on one. That that's what he's going after for sure. And Miles Sanders, those are the two firsts are the throw-ins. I, I would I would strip the first off, see what he does. I would strip them both off and see what he does. Just do the late first. Just do no, just do the one on one. If you don't care about the one on one, I I'd give the one on one for DJ Moore. I know, right? Uh, but, if and you, it Miles was just Sanders. the one. Yeah, Miles Sanders is just a bag of chips yeah. at this point. He's <laughs> a throw-in. I would strip those other two first away. If you can get them for one first, because it's not guaranteed one on one, is it? Like, it could it's... technically be something different. It could, but it's probably not. All right. I like the idea. Um, I think that yeah. might get it. it. He'll probably counter with two firsts and probably like a third or a second in Miles Sanders. I do love me some DJ Moore. <laughs> Let me put this. All right. So the record, he's one in 13. 
He's one in thirteen. Oh, they got, I would try to get maybe more than DJ Moore. Maybe the one on one straight up for DJ Moore. Here, I'm actually modify it. Because DJ Moore is also no, on a little bit. I'm of a gonna because the because uh, the other one is the is two and twelve. So I'm well, gonna Miles Sa- I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send Miles Sanders and the two twelve guy for uh, DJ Moore. See what he says. <laughs> Me and this guy. Uh, have been that's a good deal. So I joined this league four weeks late, and it's inaugural year because someone who sent this dude. Everyone, sorry. You care if I talk about this, or do you want to keep the show going? No, no, we can we can talk about it. We'll, we'll, right. Let's wrap no. it up in a second. But yeah, no. Anyway, long story short, dude sold this team, so I entered this dynasty league with eleven first round picks over the next two years, and players I hate. I don't like <laughs> anyone on this team besides Debo Samuel. So I'm trying to like just trade everything, and I really want DJ Moore because if I have DJ Moore, then I have like another player that's like my player. You should so break down Debo Samuel right now. Like, if you're not competing, you should totally get rid of Debo oh, Samuel. Oh, I'm, I'm 10 Like, long-term bro. asset, I'm terrified of Debo Samuel. No, he's, a, he's like, so that one dude's 1-13, and 13, I'm 10-4. and four. I'm in, like, top 14. Oh. I'm killing it. Oh, and well, the you made, you made like, it. And the payout's, like, two grand. You made it sound so damn bad. <laughs> no, my team is good. I just good. don't like my players. I lost, Juju, I lost Juju in recently, though, so that one hurt. Yeah. But I all have right. one of the better teams. Anyway, all right, Rams. Um, yeah, starting all your Rams. Starting are you all, start? Are you starting Brandon Cooks? I'm not starting anyone on the Texans this week. I was gonna say, and you don't even have Mark Ingram to start. <laughs> so, all right, next yeah, game. Yeah, I'm not starting any. I'm not starting anyone on the Texans. Cowboys Vikings, 55 over under. I 100% agree with that. Cowboys minus two and a half. I 100% agree with that. I think there's going to be a lot of turnovers in this game, so I'd be a little nervous starting both of these quarterbacks. I think this ball is going to go all over the place, so I am all in on Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Zeke. And is Michael Gallup back yet? Um, Let me look that up really back. quick. I think he's I, coming back this week. Is there anyone you're not starting in this game? I would even be starting the defenses straight up because I think there's going to be turnovers and sacks. I'm not starting Kirk Cousins in this one. I wouldn't start either of the quarterbacks. I'd start Sorry, Dak. I would start everyone outside of the quarterback. No, dude. I, the Vikings have more sacks per game than any other team. They apply more pressures. The Vikings front is unstoppable right now, and Dak has never has never faced a line that's as strong a front front seven is that's as strong as the Vikings, especially uh, so, with Anthony Barback. I'm telling but, you right now, Dak's about to get overwhelmed as fuck. So, but um, thank you for the uh, charge, Vikings fan <laughs> montage. By the way, um, hey, usually I try not. I usually I'm pretty negative, but this game is so, gonna be a fucking game. So I actually think that the reason Dak doesn't do well is volume. And he doesn't get volume when the run game works. I don't think the run game is going to work in this game. So I think he's going to have to throw it. And so that's why I think he's actually going to do pretty well. And I do think there's going to be points scored in this game. But on the flip side, Dallas's defense is pretty good also this year. Yeah. Uh, and so I really don't like Kirk Cousins, Trayvon Diggs. Obviously, you know him. Well, you may not know him, but he has a ton of seven he interceptions. Has, he has this the year. most interceptions in the league so far. Yeah. So he's going to, I think, I mean, they're going to pick him off, Kirk Cousins I, off, I, for sure. I think, both of the, I think both of these quarterbacks are going to throw one or more picks this week. I think there's going to be at least one fumble on each side of the ball. 
and one might end up in a defensive touchdown. You know what I mean? I think yeah. there's at least four tur- turnovers in this game. And I think there's at least one defensive touchdown. Um, I like just exactly what you said with Dallas Cowboys. Kirk Cousins is actually on fire. I know I don't like him, but like you look at the stats, he's fucking laser and his team is killing it. And Christian Darisaw is back on that left tackle spot. And that has reassured and he played pretty decent in his last two games. I'm not going to say he was uh, like game changing, but like more solid than we've had in the last five years. And I just like, and when his team is working, he can click. And I think this ball is going to move. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I might take the over on this over under. I think this is going to be a high ass scoring game, man. I, I bet this is another like 33, 28 game. You know what I mean? I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, I'm taking the under on 55 on this, though. I think the Cowboys' defense is, is better than you're, anticipated. You're an under blunder, bro. Uh, there you go. All right. Any anything else about this game? No. Who, like I said, who are are you starting tight ends? Are you starting Conklin? I mean, if you have to. Are you okay. starting Schultz? Yeah. 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 Are I'm you, starting. Are you Schultz. starting Jarwin? No. Are you starting Conklin over Jarwin? Yes. Are you starting Conklin over Moali Cox? Oh, gross. Can I have a third option? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably Moali Cox. All right, here's your third option. David no, we'll Njoku. go Conklin. No, David and Joker. That's your we'll third go option. <laughs> we'll go Conklin. <laughs> All right, Conklin over Cole Komet. I can't get there. No, I'm going to go Cole Komet. With the return of Jerry Judy, Conklin over Noah Font. No chance. <laughs> Conklin over Jared Cook. No. Jared Cook. Oh wait, you wouldn't you'd start. Con, you'd start. Con, oh, wait, you'd start Jared Cook over Conklin. Yeah. Jared Cook or Noah Font. <laughs> How did this get away from Conklin? Jared Cook or Noah Font? Um, I think Noah Font. Noah Font or Zach Ertz, because once again we forgot to talk about Zach Ertz. And Zach Ertz is gonna kill it this year. You guys or this week. You guys play Zach Ertz against Green Bay. Just play him. Yeah, sorry. We were talking about Christian Kirk. We meant when we were saying Christian Kirk, we meant Zach Ertz. That was just um uh misspoke speak on our part. Yeah, well, it was just added in the word, you know. We like said (laughs) both of them the same thing. Christian Kirk's, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, (laughs) of course. All right, moving on. We have uh, the Saints. Uh, sorry, the Bucks at the Saints. Um, the Bucks are favored by five and a half. The over under is fifty. This is God. The Saints are four and two. That's amazing. The Buccaneers um, don't have Antonio Brown, so I'm playing Chris Godwin and Mike Evans with the utmost confidence. Oh yeah, Mike Evans is going to kill it. But they might have Rob Gronkowski coming back, so that might be a touchdown poacher for him. He has a lingering injury, though, and especially as he gets older, I'm just not wondering if he, like, like loses a level of performance when he's injured, especially. Just, so, you know, because his head's probably, you know, if he's injured, and where Gronk's like, I've won five of these. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he just sits, and he doesn't try that hard anymore. He's so like, yeah, dude, I just run this route and catch football from my guy. Yep, yep. Uh, but if, but if, he's, if he's back, are you playing him? Yes, yeah, if he's back, I'm yeah. playing him. I mean, you're, it's tight end. Um, Leonard Fournette is killing it, so you're playing him. Tampa Tom, uh, you're playing him. We said we were going to talk about this. Leonard Fournette is looking way better than I ever thought he would. So, 
Yeah, he's looking fantastic. If you I am him really nervous field. about him against the Saints front, though. Like, I, you have to play him. He's doing great. But I, I, I the Saints front is good. Um, on the Saints side of the ball, other than Kamara. Are you starting Marcus Callaway this week? I think you can. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm not thrilled about it, but, like, you probably can. So, like, a real-life situation I'm set with is am I starting uh, Marcus Callaway or am I starting Jerry Judy? I think you got to go Jerry Judy there. So, am I starting Marcus Callaway or am I starting J.D. McKissick in a flex spot? I'm starting Callaway. All right. So, like, Callaway would have had a good game last week. Granted, there was a lot of rain and wind, so, the, the, like, his numbers are bad for like, – right. the situation wasn't good. And – for whatever reason, the, uh, I, I'm blanking on who the Saints played last week. They could not figure out how to guard Alvin Kamara. Jameis Winston just set her on the pocket and just threw it to Alvin Kamara over and over and over and over and over again. Oh, and, Seattle, bro. Oh, my God. It was maddening. I don't know if you – that game was abysmal to watch. Um, so I, I think Marcus Callaway is going to come back because my guess is the Bucks are a little bit smarter here and do a better job of guarding Alvin Kamara. That's fair. Uh, yeah, the Camaro, the Bucks defense is so good. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna overwhelm the Saints. The Saints really haven't faced any super tough conversation competition on the other end of the ball. This and is this gonna is, hurt. This is gonna be a wake up call for him. So uh, outside of Kamara, I mean, like you said, you can start Callaway, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah, and I'm not starting Jameis. Do not start Jameis at this point. Um, he just. On the field looks scary. I mean, like every throw, I like hold my breath for him. I mean, it's yeah. I do have no confidence in starting him. All right. Great. It is his revenge game. He's coming back to the Bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. But think I don't that think that he's kind gonna of be applies to Jameis, someone like Jameis Winston. All right. Cincinnati, New York Giants. Start your Bengals. Start T. Higgins. Start Tyler Boyd. Start is Tyler Boyd back? Yeah. He's been yeah, Ty Boyd, uh, start, uh, start Mark Chase, start CJ Uzama if you want to chase points. I don't know. Obviously not all five people, six uh, people well, of the Bengals yeah. are going to produce and be effective and get touchdowns. But they're playing the Jets, so maybe. So you know, I Joe really Burrow. think it's it, it hurts me to say this because I'm a big Tyler Boyd fan. But He's the targets seem to have yeah. gone away from Tyler Boyd. They have these two young guys that are killing it and don't need the old veteran to be their safety net. It That's was really a- what it is. He was like, "We're he- you're here because if this doesn't work out, we got you. And these two new guys are like, we got you, old man. Get out the way. It was the Jamar Chase and Tyler uh, and uh, T. Higgins, T. Higgins show and just a little sprinkle of C.J. Usmanzada. Well, he just – yeah, he just uh, – Hit, caught it when it counted. Yeah, but he's been doing that. I mean, Tyler, Tyler Boyd's no, not C- a good target C- for a few weeks. What was really funny is you in my show, I even said that CJ Uzamo was, uh, I would play him, and I picked him up in my guillotine league and played him this week, and it's yeah. what saved me from him that getting shot. It. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I think you can play him. Um, play Joe Mixon, uh, obviously. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan starting to take some snaps, but you know, I honestly see this like everyone thinks, oh, he's taking snaps and carries away from Mixon. I honestly see this as a positive thing because Mixon cannot stay healthy on a full workload. He can't take a full load. Like no. I would much rather him just give me 15 good touches in a game and like full just be done. You know, like just stay with me here. 
Um, because man, it's a long season and I've had them for too long. Uh, jet side. Uh, are you starting anybody? Nope. 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 We can move on. Start Corey Davis Bengals defense. Corey Davis. Hey, I will. If Van, if Corey Davis outscores Van Jefferson this week as well, then I will stop with my Van Jefferson, Corey Davis comparison. But they did like score the exact same amount of points last week. Yeah, they did. It was <laughs> if close. you didn't do partial points, they scored the same amount of points last week. Yeah. <laughs> so. So actually, there was no not a right answer there. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I'm. It's against Houston. So I'm not gonna. I don't think that Van Jefferson's ability to produce the same amount is any less than it was before. I agree. In fact. Would you start Van Jefferson or Devontae Smith? <laughs> no, just kidding. That's a bad one. Yeah, Devontae Smith. Smith. Yeah, Devontae Smith. I had to think about it for a second. All right. Um, so no one else on the Jets. I'm trying to think if they have anything else going on, but they don't because they're the Jets. They're, they're Are bad. you starting Michael Carter in a pinch? I mean, if you're really in a pinch. Mike, but as you what, said, like, the Bengals... So like, Let's say I with mine. I just lost Kareem. I went zero running back. I've lost my top two running backs. I have Mike Davis, J.D. McKissick, and Mark Michael Carter. Well, obviously you're taking J.D. McKissick, but let's say I didn't have J.D. Let's say I only have Mike uh, Mike Davis and Michael Carter. Who are you who are you starting? Oh, because people might actually find themselves in a position like I that. I think Michael Carter. I would too. I think Michael Car. I think Michael Carter is a good. If you're just looking for someone that can give you eight points, hopefully eight points out of your flex. Oh, you're so not happy with it though. No, no, you're not happy. But if like your team is high powered and you're just like struggling in that one spot, I get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sometimes you just need someone who's not gonna put up a goose egg. And if you can get someone that, if you just need to, I bet you get eight points. I, I'd say. 13 is probably the ceiling for uh, Michael Carter this week. I'd agree. Moving on, we have the Chargers uh, and the Patriots. The Chargers are favorites here by five and a half. The over-under is 49. Oh, I love the Chargers. Uh, Play all your Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. I'm flexing Jared Cook. And Austin, uh, playing yeah, Austin Eckler. I, th- I think you're playing all the Chargers. I don't know who you, all, you know, the top two wide receivers, the tight end, the running yep. back, the quarterback. What, what do you like about the Patriots? Because they're a much harder one to figure out. Man, do you think Ramondre Stevenson's going to get ruled out again? Oh, because he's week to week because of his injury. But I don't know. At practice. No, he's, he was healthy scratch last week. He was? Uh, it's yeah. Right here it says uh, he's week to week. I really think he, he's been a healthy scratch. I really think he has been. But he had such a good game before he's healthy scratch. This is just classic goddamn New England backfield. I always, always. try to stay away from it. I always try to stay with it every year. Don't draft a New England running back. Never have them on your roster. They're never worth it. I never okay? do. <laughs> They're <laughs> never worth it. And it's just so hard because Bill Belichick... Is so just like you're gonna play well against this team, and you'll play well against this team. And I bet in two weeks, Damian Harris out of nowhere is gonna be a healthy scratch, and it's gonna be the Stevenson Bolden show. Hey, uh, look up last week's just to piss you off even more about this. Look up last week. Look how many targets Brandon Bolden got. Check it out real quick. 
<laughs> Tell me what you think about that. Because <laughs> you're right. We have zero idea what Bill Belichick is going to do with these running backs. So, I don't, I, like, Damian Harris, you're obviously playing. What the, but the fuck? Rest of them, he just comes out of nowhere, gets seven targets, and gets 19 points? <laughs> it's bad, carries man. for no yards? Bruh. It's so fr- and Damian, you're telling me that uh, New England running backs scored like over 40 points last week. JJ Taylor ran two touchdowns, <laughs> and so Brandon Bolden like caught seven 30 passes. 30 touchdowns, and it then Damian no Harris to went off too. Yep. That's you just crazy. have no idea. You're playing roulette, and the other problem is, is the Chargers are going to put up points here, so the ba- the Patriots are going to have to pass whether they like it or not. So, um, uh, so I'm Nelson actually going Hunter Henry. Um, I would I would uh, be willing to start Nelson Aguilar, man. He's fight. He's consistent. He's always there. Um, honestly, I would I would just because I don't know what's gonna happen in that Eagles game against Detroit. Shit, man. I would almost might be putting Nelson Aguilar over Devonta Smith. Marcus Cal, Marcus Callaway for sure. All right, I'm, I'm, I can Nelson, see that. I'm playing Nelson Aguilar over Marcus Callaway. I'm Ooh. playing Nelson Aguilar over any Green Bay receiver. You're more I bullish on uh, Nelson Aguilar than there. I am. I just, dude, he's just the He comes through for that team. They don't want him to be the guy, but he's the guy. Yeah. Do you play Jacoby Myers? Yeah. Yeah. He's, his target volume is just too much to not. Too consistent. Uh, and then I'm playing Hunter Henry too, as I mentioned earlier. Um, he's got like a touchdown in the past four games. I mean, it's been really good. Yep. So no, um, he, I, yeah, he was uh, on a me. red zone drought, and he really started showing up. Yeah, and they've been using him more, and, and I like that a lot. Uh, Johnny Smith's kind of getting faded out, it seems. Yep. So um, do what you will with that. But it is Belichick, so he might be doing that on purpose. So when come playoff time, Jonu Smith doesn't appear on film. You never know. You, just <laughs> you never know what know. I mean? That could be the real thing. And then next year, it's like, all right, Jonu, now it's your year to be the number one tight end. Yep. All right. Anything, Anything else, else about this, this game? game? Oh, Jinx, you owe Jinx. me fucking anything. Um, you owe right. me 100 bucks for not playing in the NFL. <laughs> uh, I have four more years. Excuse you. <laughs> All right, and now we have the Seahawks and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seahawks are favored here by three. The over-under is 43 and a half. Um, and I am so tired of watching the Seahawks play football without Russell Wilson. Yeah, that sucks. We had to watch it in primetime, and it was the worst. Um, I, I could not – if I have to watch Alex Collins run straight ahead into a wall of defenders – but still fall forward three twenty five times in a game again. I'm I'm gonna have to end it. It's gonna. It's, I'll, it, I'll oh run into the wall, wall, line of scrimmage. I'll fall forward three yards. Have twenty five carries for seventy five yards and two scores. It's like what the fuck, Alcott? Uh, one um, score, but you know what I mean. <laughs> gonna lose my mind, bro. He, but he's always played like that. It's not like always. he played better on the Ravens. That's how he played on the Ravens too. The dude just hits people and then falls forward. I kept expecting them to call a different play too. I was they, they didn't. No. It's it the same thing. What's what's the motto? If you get four yards of play, you just keep doing that play. Yeah, over and over and over again. Um, this receivers. I think you're sitting Tyler Lockett now. I don't think you're playing Tyler Lockett anymore. And you're only playing DK Metcalf because he has the chance to take one for 80 yards. Because he just is what he is. Yeah. But he yeah, got two targets. Russell, 
without Three Russell targets? Wilson, there's just nothing. There's no yeah. volume. It's there's Gino, no volume, man. and the volume Gino's, is bad. Oh, I can't believe when I heard his name, I was like, Geno Smith is in the league. Yeah, I was surprised. Geno too. Smith is in the league. Yeah. Damn. Yep. I agree right. with you. Are you playing anyone besides not named James Robinson on Jacksonville? Are you playing LaVisca Chenault? Mm, not confidently. Are you playing Marvin Jones? More confidently than LaVisca, but really? okay. still not great. How about T-Law? No, I don't know how you can have any confidence in yeah, him right I'm now. Staying just, away from, it's too bad. Can, if you can scurve on the Jaguars... I have to imagine there's another option out there for you. Like, the, oh, honestly, I would go Amon Ross St. Brown over the Jaguars defense. Uh, or Jaguars receivers. Yeah, I, I agree with you, actually. And, like, the only reason the Jaguars might be good is the Seahawks legitimately, without their studs, might be worse. <laughs> so, um, but regardless, I have zero faith in any of them. <laughs> Anything else on that game? Nah, bro. I'm just trying to think of what I, what this, this game is going to be like. Yeah, I it just have no idea what Chiefs are going to see. The league's most powerful offense who just got held to three points against looked at the, te- the league's worst team who somehow can just pick apart terrible defenses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, like, literally, I agree with the 52-point over-under on this. So this is going to go one of two ways. Either the New York Giants are going to exploit the Chiefs' defense, and this is going to be really close, or, or the Chiefs this is going to be a get-right game, out of their and asses. the Chiefs are going to obliterate the Giants. Which the 52, in that scenario, the 52-point under-under still lands. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're going over. Because 38, 38 to 14, there you go. The only reason that line is so low is because the Chiefs put up so few points last week. But they're not going to do that twice in a row, I don't think. Bro, what's gonna? I'm so curious what Danny Dimes is about to do in this game. This will be a fun Monday night. I yeah. hope I don't work. It will be. Um, starting on the Chiefs side, though, you're playing the big three. Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Do you, do you like Michael Hartman? No. Okay. Do you like Daryl Williams? He had kind of a flat week, didn't he? The Chiefs had a flat week. <laughs> that's that's a very that's a very valid point. Um, so yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. Three points. Uh, you know, I'd give another chance. I'm curious how much uh, Jarek McKinnon is going to be involved in the pass catching. Would you play Daryl Williams over um, Michael Carter? Yes. I jo- totally would. How about yeah, Javante that's Williams? That's a good one. No, I'd play Javante Williams over Daryl Williams. Khalil Herbert? Yeah. Now, Khalil Herbert or Javante Williams? Well, it says we've set it for everyone else. Mike Davis? <laughs> no, I'd start Daryl Williams over Mike Davis. That one's actually kind of close, though. Yeah, that one is pretty close. <laughs> How about the other side? Do you start Devontae Booker, Booker, Booker over Daryl Williams? That's actually a tough one. I don't fucking know. That is a good one. That is a good question. Devontae Williams or uh, Devontae Booker or Daryl Williams? So I think I go Daryl Williams only based <laughs> on game script Kansas logic. Kansas City is going to... Like, there's a chance that there's a very close game, but 
I don't think there's a possibility that where the Giants blow out the Chiefs. No, it's not going to be a close game. So the Giant the, the Giants aren't going to win this. The Giants are just going to score points. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say close, right. I do not mean win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> By all means, it's uh, going to be a two end in a two plus score game. Yeah, even though it'll come in at garbage time. And now that we've naturally moved over to the Giants side, um, who the heck is even playing at receiver? I don't know, dude. It was Dante Pettis Kadarius, last week. Kadarius, yeah, Dante Pettis. Kadarius, I think Kadarius Tony. is still injured. You know how fucked they are? They're trying to trade Evan Ingram. They're like, we're done. We Dude, don't want any receivers. They have no receivers, and Evan Ingram still can't produce. He's a yeah, bust. Dude, he's the no. biggest. He's such a huge bust. Yeah, he. it's not worth playing it next week. Kadarius Tony, are we? No, he's working. He was at practice, but he was working on the side with trainers. My guess is Sterling Shepard goes, but he's been, he was out last week. Uh, and then I think Darius um, Slayton goes as well. But he was also out last week. I think he was out last week, actually. I might be wrong on that one. Um, no, he wasn't, but he didn't do well. So nine targets, five receptions. Although that volume is decent. Who'd take that volume on this Kansas City Chiefs D? Yeah. So, who on the Giants are you playing? Are you playing Danny Dimes? I would stream Danny Dimes in this game. I would. Streaming him over Kirk Cousins? Probably not over (laughs) Kirk Cousins. (laughs) Not? You said probably not? Probably not. That one's really, really close. Probably so you, not. So pretty much what you're saying is if you have Baker Mayfield and you can get Danny Dimes, you got to go get Danny. Yeah. I'm sorry. Danny Dimes over Trevor Lawrence. Danny Dimes over Danny Dimes over any of the rookies. So Danny Dimes over Dan, over Dan James Jones Winston. over any quor- quarterback we said we wouldn't start. Yes. Would you start him over Ben Roethlisberger? Yes. Start him over Jimmy G. Yes. Are you starting him over Tua? Yes. Are you starting him over Darnold? Yes. Are you starting him over Mac Jones? Because we didn't talk about Mac Jones. No. No. We didn't talk about Mac Jones. Just oh, Mac wait, yes, yes. I'm starting him. I'm starting him over Mac Jones. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Screw Mac Jones. He's going against the Chargers. I don't think he's gonna have a good game, man. Do you think the Joe Flacco thing means anything for the Jets? <laughs> They're going to be horrible forever. <laughs> oh, God. The Jets are so bad, and they might always be. Oh, they're the new Browns. They're going to have two decades of bad famine. <laughs> All right, I got a fun one for you. Daniel Jones or Carson Wentz? Oh, I feel so gross about it. I stumped him, everybody. I got him. I think I'm going. I think I'm going Daniel Jones. I think I'm yeah, going Daniel I Jones. was thinking that too, man. I think yeah. that Chiefs D just sucks enough where it's worth it. Yeah, they do. And Daniel Jones is rushing upside as well. That's that's Carson Wentz has yep. zero mobility. Right, because he's just been so broken. So and many Tennessee times. has a chance of a good defense. So, so yeah. All right. 
Well, look at that. We, we made it through all our games, and we surprisingly did it a decent time, too. Woo! I really thought we were going to be late. Good for us. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Herm at FF underscore Hermdog, and you can follow me at Sam underscore Graham with two M's at the end of each name. So uh, thanks for coming through, uh, Herman. Any messages for the uh, anything coming up? Just shouting out our wonderful producer, Rusty Highflyer. Uh, keep doing you. He's the best in the biz. Uh, if you haven't checked him out, check him out. And uh, next week, you know, it's uh, we're hitting that halfway point, so we're going to have to make a home visit from the doctor, and uh, next week should be a lot of fun. I'm not feeling I'm well, Sam. I'm not feeling well. we got, we got to call the doctor. <laughs> I, I think I'm coming out with something. We're going to come in and get a diagnosis of the league. And uh, <laughs> I know he always just pops in whenever he feels like it, but we do just want to thank the good Dr. Freak Nasty for uh, being part of our uh, show and giving us his uh, opinions on shit. But, all right. Anything else? Thank you guys so much. Perfect. Good luck this week. Good luck. Godspeed. <laughs>